Support for OPB comes from our members and from our sponsors, like Mike Rosenberg from Columbia Credit Union. Mike says they trust what they see and hear on OPB, and that aligns with Columbia Credit Union's brand. This is Think Out Loud on OPB. I'm Dave Miller. We turn now to the latest setback for the proposed Treasure Valley Reload Center. That's a rail project in Nyssa in far eastern Oregon aimed to help farmers, especially onion farmers, get their produce to market. It was projected to open in 2020, but it's faced a series of permitting and financial problems. Now the expected operator of this project has announced that they are pulling out. Pat Caldwell is a reporter for the Malheur Enterprise who's been following this story for years, and he joins us now with the latest. Pat, welcome to the show. Uh, Thank you, Dave. Glad to be here. It's great to have you on. Can you just remind us first what the point of this rail project is? Well, uh to get to the bottom line and all the get all the other stuff out of the way, uh, the point is is that to get to be able to move uh, agricultural products, uh, chiefly onions, um, to uh, certain Pacific places in the East and um, Midwest. Um, you know, the the idea for the reload center was to build an industrial complex, um, you know, around it. Uh, and that would, number one, allow farmers to get their onions onto train cars for faster and cheaper shipment. Uh, but kind of another key to the thing was that uh, it would be kind of an anchor for this major industrial development in Malheur County to bring in to bring in lots of jobs. What kinds of setbacks have there been? Well, there's there's been quite a few, Dave. Uh, they've uh, been uh, behind schedule on their construction. They're, they've been over budget. Um there are lots and lots of delays. Um, as I think you probably already know, in 2017, Oregon lawmakers earmarked about $26 million for the for the just the center. And from that point on, uh, schedules have been missed, uh, you know, construction stalled. And uh, more importantly, at the time and for quite a while from from there, uh, the 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 word was that the $26 million would take care of everything. And uh, since then, uh, the project is way past 26 million. It's in the low 40 millions now in terms of costs. And uh, it's the project stalled. Um, as you know, um, the operator that was to uh, run the facility, Americold, uh, which was considered a, 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 a linchpin in the whole project, uh, decided to pull out in July because they labeled the project as now uh, not financially viable. So, and you've actually said that Americold, which is an Atlanta-based company, that they had struck a sweet deal for themselves. Among other things, the lease said that if they operated this multi-million dollar publicly funded facility for 20 years, they could buy it for a dollar. What does it say about the future of this project that they walked away from such a seemingly good deal? Well, it, it's you know it's certainly not a uh, it's certainly not a good thing <laughs> for the project, um, and I'm not going to get into you know what my opinion would be, but I I think that it looks you know that that they they not only had that one dollar you know that that part of the deal, but you know they were set to pay rent at a fraction of what is standard um, on the facility once once they began to operate it. So they pretty much had uh, as good a deal as you could probably possibly get and they've decided to leave and so that um leaves a lot of things up in the air as i said earlier it stalls the project um about the best thing that could be said at this point is 
There is a, uh, they have a new project manager who's an attorney here in Ontario. Her name is Shauna Peterson. And uh, she seems like somebody that's a, a classic troubleshooter, a fixer. And she's now, you know, the project manager and working to kind of get through all these, these, these challenges the project suddenly has. So that is really good news. Uh, but that's about the only, only piece of good news right now. Although um, you reported that a few members of the board that's spearheading this project are trying to put a positive spin on this development, on this what seems like a major blow. They're basically saying that the relationship with Americold wasn't perfect. But you've also pointed out that Maricold was the only company that showed interest in this project four years ago when it was first announced. And that was before all these delays and challenges. What would it take to attract a new operator for this as yet unbuilt project? Well, that's kind of the $64 million question, isn't it? Um, I think they're, the board and the officials that are uh, behind this project are trying to answer that very question. Um, I think it's a challenge because um, they're going to have to, at the bare minimum, meet the same deal that Americold had. I, w- I would think if I was coming in and I was a, a uh, company like Americold, um, I would at least want the same kind of deal that Americold had, and that's a pretty sweet deal. So... Um, I think that's what they're, the challenge they're facing now. They're looking for um, a way to find, attract somebody to come in and take over for Americold. Um, what that is going to take, um, I don't know. Um, I think it's going to take uh, a lot of, lot of thought and uh, planning by these people. Um, and they did try to put, as you said, they did try to put a positive spin on it, which, you know, um, I guess I can understand, but they, they talked about how, you know, there's there's sometimes when something really bad occurs, there's there's opportunity in that. And uh, a door uh, that, closes and a window opens. Exactly. And that may very well be true. Um, I don't know. Um, I just know that based on our reporting that uh, Americold well, was a, is a major, major shipper and was considered at the time to be a huge, huge uh, win for the, for the whole development project. And they've bailed. Before I say goodbye, I just want to go over something that confused me because you talked to some onion growers for your most mm-hmm. recent article about this who mm-hmm. said that Americold pulling out might not be that big a deal to them because they are fine with the trucking options that they have right now. It really just made me wonder if that's the case – um, then who's pushing hard for this project that's going to cost tens of millions of dollars? If the status quo is fine, then why go through all the trouble for this new rail project? Well, that's a, that's a good question. Um, I think there's, a, there's, a, uh, there's some political um, uh, impetus to this. Um, I don't know if you remember or not, but this, was, this whole plan was... Uh, crafted by uh, former representative Cliff Bent, who's now a U.S. congressman. And um, I think there's a locally, I think with the county commission, uh, the county court, actually, um, there's they, they want to see it getting up, up and going. Um, but right now, uh, from what we could determine, is that uh, some of the onion growers that I talked to said, you know, and it, the, it all kind of kind of revolves around volume and and how much uh how big the onion crop is and and frankly right now 
um, they're, they're not the volumes that, that would be necessary for them to want to go look someplace else. And there's a there's an ample supply. I shouldn't say ample. That's not right. There's a there is a supply of trucks. So some of these guys are looking at it like, well, you know, um, I'm not going to be shipping, you know, huge amounts of onions to begin with. And the onions I am going to be shipping um, are are trucks. The trucks that are available now can handle it. And then what I was told is even if it was built, even if it's up and running and it's going you know, they would have to look at a sequence of things before they'd even, you know, sign on, including, you know, volume, how much is going to be shipped, the prices, you know, a sequence of things. So it's just not a guarantee that uh, that every running grower in the Valley will immediately shift over if this thing is built. So, you know, back to your original question, you know, who, who's pushing this? I would say that there's some political pushing. Um, I would say that uh, locally there's some elected officials that really want it to happen. And I think that's where you're seeing the push. Pat, thanks very much. Dave, thank you. Appreciate it. Pat Caldwell is a reporter for the Malheur Enterprise.